What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well met, fellow adventurers. So, last time we said we were going to visit the Griffin Legs Alehouse and see what would happen. So, here we go. The buildings, Griffin's Ledge Alehouse. Wander the common room. As you stroll past a pair of mercenaries standing near the warehouse, you can't help but overhear a part of the conversation. I hear they're keeping a close watch on a fellow called Zorlan. It's one of the mercenaries. I don't know much about him. Today he's not really a sage. What he's up to is something. A shop of his. Heard he's selling things happens to folks, says another folk man. I'd heard he's... Oh, he's a notorious debtor, but he's always pleading poverty. He must draw a tidy sum if he's selling magic to adventurers. Those adventurers always have a always a wash with wealth. Referring to a member, what you've just heard about the man known as Zorlan, the establishment is located here in Blade Square. You continue across the common room. You should visit Zorlan in Blade Square. Continue to wander the common room. Over here, something from someone nearby. I'm tired of hearing about all these adventurers. Nothing but a bunch of lad outs, but nothing better to do than pretend to be their next tallies. While the rest of us toil away. You continue. You wonder about the outhouse for a small while. More longer. Before you realize it, you're back where you started. More wandering. You overhear the following for someone nearby. Heard there's trouble in the South of Goblin. What's the crowd on about it? It doesn't happen, Wonderwark. Cunning good king's nose, he's loath to pay any mind. You wander about the house for a small while longer. With them back where it started. Same thing again. Alright, so the eventual warehouses. Something about Zorlan. 
Okay, okay, not this one. Okay, that's enough wandering the com room. Step into the back room. What's in the back room? In the back room of the house is something more akin to a pale den. Paleo den in our house. And for a paleo drink drinking patrons sit about on wooden benches, discussing the topics of the day. Occasionally being annoyed with the noise that filters in from the common room. An unkempt man. This this is in this is in wed. An unkempt man. His grimy, threadbare attire disheveled in every possible sense. Every possible sense. Every single one. Every single sense. So it's disheveled in the sense that there's alright. It's just heavily in the sense that it's falling apart. I guess so. An unkept man, his attire, his grimy, threadbare attire, disheveled in every possible sense, continues to guide in your direction, immediately sends you signaling for you to approach. Well then, approach I shall. Hop, 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 hop. Because <laughs> this is Sir Crokington, who got turned into a toad. The unkempt young man, his grimy, mismatched attire, oddly complimented by his exaggerated grin, greets you warmly, and is quick, is quick to say that he is honoured to have made your acquaintance. Not every day that I find myself before a lady of your stature, he said, says, his grin with his grin widening. I find myself... I'm willing to wager that something I've got something that take fancy to. No, wait. Hear me out, please. Take a moment of your time. If you've got just a moment, haven't you? Listen to what he has to say. Or politely excuse say, Well, might as well listen. The slovenly man briskly wafts his arms, hands together. And he grins as he reaches into a pocket sewn into his sewn into his tunic in his stained stone inside of his stained tunic and produces a third piece of paper. He shakes his hand shakes the hands in front of his face and asks if you know what it is. When you shake your hands, he nods. Glances from side to side before speaking in a rush tone. It's a map, he whispers. Yes, a map. Not as any map, mind. Map needs to great treasure, or so I've been told. So, oh, so, oh, and so I believe. What sort of treasure? I don't know. I can tell you this: the man who sold it me, he's not the sort of mad fellow who would use words like great treasure unless he meant them. I paid a pretty sum for it. I did. Still. Still have nightmares about the lump I ended over for it. But that's not your concern, of course. You see, I figured I'd go after the treasure itself, but, well, it's come to find out not the type for that sort of thing. The well-dressed woman, well-dressed woman whoosh past, past you and the man, addressing you, you... Quick addressing you, quite 
addressing you, and quickly showing himself up, nodded her with a polite but exaggerated blow that ends with a quite well-practiced sweep of his hand. When she's gone, he dismisses her with a wall of his eyes and turns back to you. As I said, I'm no adventurer. Well, not anymore, that is. Bad one with the horn tail, if you must know. Two horn tails, to be exact. Two large horn tails. Very large, if we're being completely honest. Large and angry, truth be known. Hungry, too. Well, anyhow, enough of that. Is it in the treasure, treasure map? I can tell him I'm interested, or politely decline and walk away, which means I'll probably just have to deal with this later. Or I'll miss something important, and I don't want to do either, so tell him I'm interested. The unkept man rubs his hands together. Fur. Further. Further wrinkling the piece of paper he's clutching. Leans in close and winks. Might, might just, might just be a bit danger involved. If whatever this, in wherever this old map leads, he says, murking. Don't think that'd be too upsetting to you, would it? It bursts into an obnoxious fit of laughter that swiftly dissolves into a gruesome cough after nearly a minute. Abruptly cough. Which, after nearly a minute, abruptly teaches. Now sweating, he strokes his chin, appearing to contemplate something of importance. Because of... Because of who you are and things of that nature, he says, lingering with the last word, I'm, pl- I'm prepared to hand over this little gem for, and I don't think this doesn't pay me, let's say 50 adventure tokens. You've got it? You've got a few of those here and there, haven't you? I mean, say, I'd love to let you have it, see it first, but that would give the whole thing away, wouldn't it? Well, how, how about we... Well, how about it? So, I can purchase the map for 50 adventure tokens. I have 153 of them. Or I can refuse his offer. Hmm. So, what, oh, what do I do? <laughs> so, this map leads to a treasure. Now, since it's for adventurer tokens, it's going to be important. Because you don't just get... You don't just spend adventurer tokens for nothing. Because these things are very rare and very difficult to find. These aren't just somewhere. So that means this will be some sort of great treasure that will be... Probably magically boost me in some way. Yeah, okay. I'll do it. I'll do it. Alright. 50 adventure tokens. I don't like doing that. But there we go. 50 adventure tokens spent. The man who promptly introduced himself as Orloff. Accept your adventure tokens and hands you the furl piece of paper. You properly unfurl the winkle sheet and immediately dismayed to discover it's empty. Oh, I've been tricked! I've been tricked! No! 
Hold on now, says Orleth, several breeze of strap breaking out of his forehead as he steps closest to examine the furled sheep. You gotta do do you gotta do like this to see it proper. There, how's that? Olaf takes the map and stretches the worn paper tight beneath his hands, reducing the number of wimples affecting the sheets. You watch in amazement. It's a moment later, a detailed map, inked in red and black, takes form on the worn page. Bit of magic about it, he says, pocketing the adventurer tokens you gave him, and handing you back the map. Keep it taut, and, and it'll point the way. Some something somewhere near Fang Ridge, by the looks of it. Nice convenient. Just a, a skip and a toss from here. Well then, if there's nothing else, I'll need to be on my way. So I, now I have all F's treasure map. Let's have a look at it after we spent so much on it. It's got, it's a misguided item. It's got an encumbrance of one. When stretched short, Stretch taunt this enchanted map reveals a location hidden treasure somewhere near Fangwich. Seek out the treasure to travel to Fangwich near Trithic and Western Telsa. Look for the previous, look for a treasure map location under previously discovered locations. Okay, then I shall. Orleth thanks you, greets you on the shoulder, what, quash, and wishes you luck. Let's go up any more maps. I'll let you have the first chance at them, he says, smiling. All right, then. Mind yourself there. Safe travels. You watch the young Kent man as he steps out back out into the alehouse con room and is swiftly swallowed up by the boisterous thonk. All right, and there's a note, but that says what we just found out. Okay, nothing more in this area. There's three adventurers near here. There's me, Iarth, and Grisa. Iarth from the. Uh, okay, Iarth's pretty new. A lot of stuff, but we've seen it all. Okay, let's just get get out of here. Leave the old house. Windowless building with a green door. The Eventual Collective, as we've been there before. Leave Guild Hall to the city gates. Travel. Let's go look for that map. Visit Fangwich. Large stone obelisks, each bearing countless engravings of ancient Aldevarian object origin. Line the back of the steep, rocky woodland ridge, no woodland ridge south of Trithic, giving rise to the pot, the spot's eerie moniker, Fang Ridge. Despite its relative proximity to the river port, Fang Ridge rises out of a dense, 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 out of a tangle of dense forest. And it's not a place frequented by any, save the occasional huntsman. Standing near the foot of the ridge, gazing out of the broad spires that stab into the sky from its spine, you're suddenly reminded of the wild and desolate region in which you dared to venture. 
explore found bridge previously discovered location treasure map location following the route detailed on the map you purchased from Orith, you suddenly find yourself standing in front of a set of heavy doors set into the base of the steep cliff deep within the sprawling forest near Thangridge. The doors are slightly ajar, providing just enough room for you to slip between them. Alright, let's go through these doors. You're standing in a small, not a really, really, really small gap if the, if Sir Crokington can barely fit through them. You're standing in a small chamber carved into the base of the steep cliff. Behind you is a heavy set of iron doors still ajar. That obviously meant to protect the contents of the room. Countless bones, many of them human, litter the floor. Resting on a raised slab of stone in the centre of the chamber is a massive chest. The iron-banded oaken-strung box bears the unmistakable woodworkmanship of a master craftsman. Ooh, well, let's have a look at this. Examine the chest. The instant you step towards the chest, the sound of clattering bones fills the chamber. Instinctively, you assume a combat-ready stance and, and halt back towards the doors, your eyes scanning the inter grim interior for any sign of a potential foe. Before you've drawn your next breath, a tall, armoured figure steps out of the shadows at the back of the room. As the, as the sinister figure lurches into view, you find your gaze locked onto a scale-clad, axe-wielding skeleton. Oh, another one of those? Well, if it's a skeleton, then let's go equip Tiara's staff, which magically size shift, which magically changes size, so Sir Crokington can use it. Tiara's staff, well... Well, we got that from a demon. From a demoness. After we fought Woundskin. You know, after we dealt with the whole plague in Ashley business. And, that, and we had a close look at it when we got it. It boosts my aura, my mind, my spirit, and my Neville Reserve. It's a fairly nice thing, but more importantly, the important thing about the shower staff is it it boosts your effect against the undead, which I'm fighting right now, and that's why I've equipped it. The vile undead warrior hisses as it rapidly closes in on you, its double-bladed axe cutting a deadly arc across its path. It's a skeletal champion. Let's fight it. Push! Bash! Bash! The skeletal warrior hacks at you with his axe. I swing your my staff at the foe somehow. Keep fighting. Bash! 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 bash. Savage blow for nine damage. Bash, bash, bash. Another savage blow. Twelve damage. Bash, 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 bash. Savage blow. Bash, bash, bash. Twenty-three rounds. Down it goes. Forty XP. 
The skeletal warrior, now little more than a twitching pile of bones at your feet. You step back and catch your breath before moving over to examine the chest. Ah, what could be in this thing? Which I paid in this chest, which I paid so much to discover. Much to your astonishment, the chest isn't locked. Well, that's convenient. After making weasley certain that flipping back the lid won't trigger some deadly snare, you open the chest and discover it contains gold, a cloth pouch, and a path, and a vial filled with thick, with with thick queen liquid. Two hundred and thirty-one gold tokens. You are later discover the pouch contains contains adventure tokens. That's forty adventure tokens, which is conveniently enough just ten less than what I spent to get it. Okay, wait, wait. Let me just check some things. Yeah, I checked. I could have haggled for the map, but that wouldn't actually change things. I could have got it down to twenty. But then I'll just find less adventure tokens. It's just, it's magic. It's what happens. It just psychically knows how much I spent on the map. So I always get however much I spent minus 10 adventure tokens back. So now I'm back to 143 adventure tokens, which is very nice. Of course, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on saving up and for for the residents there's 200 or 125 i'll have a look i'll have a look having safely stashed away the golden adventure tokens you turn your attention to the green liquid in the vial now normally when you find a vial full of in real life if you find a vial full of a liquid which you have no idea what it is don't drink it, it might be poisonous, or radioactive, or in any other way, be a bad idea and be harmful. But, when you're playing a video game, or you're reading a story, if you find a vial of, of green liquid, drink up, my friend, drink up. Because it probably isn't some random thing left by Russian Russian agents to kill someone <laughs> so drink up the green liquid in the stoppered vial sloshes back and forth as you study the fragile vessel from all angles attempting to discover the nature of the concussion at last, having convinced yourself that quaffing the contents of the vial will likely not prove harmful, and having a sunk cost fallacy, having spent 50 ATs to get here, <laughs> you break the seal and swiftly consume the potion. You feel slightly nauseous as the thick liquid rolls over your tongue. That's a lot of rolling because my tongue is very large down your throat and into your stomach which isn't that far despite the discomfort you resist the urge to vomit because then I won't get to know what the potion does a 
and within a few moments the unpleasant sensation has passed. You've just consumed one of the lost mixtures of Jewish immune for a split second following your digestion potion. Be able to choose which benefit that the enchanted liquid will provide. But who is Jewish Moon? Jewish Moon. The encant the alchemist slash warrior slash adventurer known as Jewish Moon is perhaps best known for a collection of potions he crafted shortly before his untimely demise. The twelve lost mixtures mixtures of Jewish Moon, as they have become known, are believed to provide beneficial effects to anyone lucky enough to find a potion. And bold enough to consume it, Jewishman, thought to be driven mad by the effects of an ill-conceived potion. Hopefully, what one of the potions we've got right here was slain before the dates. Sca- slain before the gates of the king's citadel in Talonless, after attempting to rob a royal carriage. Upon his death, it's believed one of his cohorts took his potions, along with the recipes for their creation and hid them in various places throughout the kingdom. So these could just turn up at turn up again at any time. Or you could make them one of the packages. But more but more immediately importantly I get to choose which bonus I get. Three melee rating Four stamina points or three Neville Reserve. Hmm. Now, the thing is, I have more melee rating than I think I'm ever likely to need. Stamina points aren't that important. So I'm going to go for Neville Reserve. Your Neville Reserve has been permanently increased by 3, making it 79 now, and when I put on the Shimmering Silver Weapons, it's 75. With the permanent effects of the potion already at work, you discard the vial and prepare to make your way out of the chamber. And yeah, this is the same as it was before. Still out of the chamber. Move away from here. Explore Fangridge. Suddenly. While exploring the tangled wood to the east of Fangridge, you discover a dark hole in the forest floor. You've made a special note of this location. A dark hole in the forest floor. You may return to in the future whenever you explore Fangridge. You stand in the forest to the east of Fangridge before a dark opening appearing into the shadowy hole you can see a set of wide stone steps descending into the gloom although you can't be certain you believe this must be the location to which the fearful young man in Griffin's Ledge Alehouse was referring to hmm. that must have been in a previous episode climb down into the dark opening with a fateful light source flaring brightly you cautiously climb into the hole taking care not to lose your footing the age one steps you descend into darkness. Okay. This is a pretty hefty dungeon. And you know what? I don't think I've... Have enough... If I do this, we'll go over the hour mark comfortably. 
He's standing at the base of wide steps that lead up out of this dark, dark labyrinth. Several yards to the west, the corridor turns abruptly south or to the east. The broad passage disappears into gloom. Now let's exit this lair. Okay. Okay, everyone remember that place and remind me to go there. Okay. Terrific, I think. Is there anything else in the Griffin's Ledge alehouse? Bones flank the spring. Alright. Talking about the common room. Back room. Nope. I think that's it for the... Oh! Well, apart from an adventure called The Braggart's Tale. A Braggart's Tale. From, from afar, across the crowded room of the Griffin's Ledge outhouse, we listen to the boastful but somewhat humorous accounts of the grand exploits of an unknown storyteller. But when the braggart takes credit for one of your own adventures, you move closer to get a good look at the unscrupulous tale spinner. Let us begin. The Griffin's Ledge is crowded, seated against the western hall of the comm room. About as far from the fireplace as one can get, we listen with growing amusement to the tales being told by a man seated near the fire, whom we've yet to catch a glimpse of. Of. You're just beginning to lose interest in what you believe to be a greatly exaggerated tales of his supposed exploits, when suddenly he says something that causes causes you to causes you to fall against your <laughs> to fall into my flagon. I've even told you how I cleared up a small matter in Dunstig expounds the unknown packet if you can even believe it there was a cursed pumpkin patch it wasn't at all an easy task mind though mind you then again few of my endeavors are he promptly promptly jump out of your flagon rise from your street seat and stride across the common room towards the fire eager to have a look at the bold soul seeing fit to take credit for one of your successes. You draw up to the fire and find a man with a shoulder-length golden hair seated next to the hearth, with a full flagon of ale clutched in his white hand. He looks up at you, as if annoyed by your sudden appearance, and before you can even place his face, your eyes are drawn from the large, fancifully scripted R, emblazoned on the breastpiece of the leather armour, it's a wakabawakawa! Instantly, and with a great deal of revulsion, you recall your last encounter with a haughty braggart. Haughty enough, it was just after the events in Turnstick. The very events that Wakamaw is now taking credit for having sorted out now. Who is Wakamakawa? Wakamakawa, the famous adventurer and so described hero, Wakamakawa has earned quite a reputation over the years as a highly skilled, if somewhat haughty, sword for hire. Tales of this adventurous heroic can be heard in taverns across the vast breadth of the North Broadlands. Go back. Now, 
We met him before, and I can view a recap of your previous encounter with Mokakarak. The following is a recap of your previous encounter with Mokakarak. A few miles north of Dernstig, on the winding woodland road that runs through several of the small villages in the area, you meet you meet a woman on a horseback headed south. The lone wide is outfitted with a fine suit of level armour, each outfitted with an, each picture of which is emblazoned with a large, fancifully scripted R. The rider slow, slows down as she approaches and greets you with a curt nod. Sir Crokington, is it? Or, or I'm gravely mistaken, she says, with an obvious air of contempt. I've heard of you, although I, though I can plainly see for myself that the tales of your heroics must be greatly embellished. Yes, greatly. You're taken back by the woman's rude and confrontational demeanour. Before he could respond, she again speaks. No doubt my illustrious name is known to you, she continues. Wakamakara is what I go by in these parts. And if you haven't heard of it, which is doubtful, you'll do well to remember it. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've an important and undoubtedly dangerous matter to attend to in Dernstig. Wakamakara continues past but turns in the saddle to volley a final parting remark. Predictable, though, isn't it? But while I ride into danger, the likes of you scurries from it, she quips. Well, you could be however it must be. Fare thee well, Sir Crokington. With that, Wakamakara spurs her horse into a gallop, and is soon lost from sight. You suddenly regret having slain the giant pumpkin, and I'll put a link to that adventure. So you can get a full recap. Wakamakara smirks and puts down the flagon. Now, back to the present. The broad-shouldered warrior sighs and gestures towards you for the benefit of the crowd that's gathered to listen to his tales. Behold! He proclaims in a sarcastic tone. Wait, it... Hmm. Okay, wait, did, did Rokamakara just change gender? Here, here before stands none other than the illustrious Sir Crokington. She's done an admirable job of cleaning, seeing to a few small endeavours, but neither the time nor patience to attend to. How about a hand for her? A few of those gathered applaud, but most sense Rokamakara's sarcastic win were to serve to anger you and wisely refrain. Now, continues Wakakawa, as if he wishes to pay you no further mind. If you wish to sit and listen, you're most welcome to. Otherwise, Sir Crokington, I'll have to I'll have to have to ask you to go about your business. Wherever it is your sword, Wallachs, and leave us civilized folks to our merriment. The bold warrior flashes you a cold glance, as if warning you not to further pursue matters. Now, I can let the matter be and move away, but that would... Wait, what does happen if I do that? 
who you're half expecting to you to Rukumara does not comment as you turn and walk away. Instead, he resumes his tales by the fire, much to the delight of those gathered around him. Oh, and that just ends the adventure with 1680s. Alright, that ends the Braggart's Tale. And, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm going to... Now, that, that was too short. I'm going to catch up to where I was. Alright, I have had quite enough of Mokara. Mokara seems to pay little mind to your continued presence. Well, does that when you're very small? He once again resumes the spinning of his boastful yarns. Now I wonder, how many other of those adventurers were actually someone else's? Curious thing. I mean, we 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 know he's capable. Oh, she's capable. If the flashback is anything to go by, so we probably done some adventures but how many we just don't know anyway plenty of options here I can use elementalism illusion telekinesis feathery diplomacy a search that Wakamakara is fabricating his latest tale or just skip to challenging Wakamakara to a duel. Let's use diplomacy. Let's see how that turns out. Successfully used your diplomacy tool skill. 16 XP to diplomacy. He began to speak over Wakamakara, fabricating his tales and boldly correcting his inaccuracies in a flamboyant and highly entertaining fashion. Those gathered to hear his yarn seem to take an immediate shine to your skills as a storyteller. Demand you continue. Wakamara leaps to his feet and curses at you. No one makes a fool out of me, he sneers. Perhaps we had best step outside and find out what you're really made of, lass. The common room goes silent and all eyes fall upon you as the patrons eagerly await your response to the challenge. Well, well, I've got to agree to the challenge. I mean, I'd look bad if I don't and this was kind of the point of being really annoying so agree to the challenge I don't make the habit of sparring with toads sneers Wakamakara as he rises from his seat but a jaha but a jaw of no class at all lass I'll happen happy to make an exception an excited Murmur passes through the crowd of patrons as Mukumara shoves his way to the front door of the alehouse and steps outside. Go on, urges a white-bearded man next to the fireplace. Give that yammering young snap what's long been coming to him. You turn and make for the front door, spilling out onto the street amidst the throng of alehouse patrons now spoiling to see a good fight. Once outside the alehouse, you find that four city guardsmen have intervened, intervened in an attempt to quell the impending spectacle of violence. However, when Wakamakara assures them that deadly force will not be employed, the guards relent and even work to keep order as the crowd of spectators begins to swell. 
Two men you have not seen before step forward from the crowd and approach Wakabukora. One of the men places a helmet on his head, and the other fastens a cape over his shoulders before retreating to the edge of the wide circle of onlookers. Ugh. Duh, I want toadies. <laughs> Wait, I am a toady. <laughs> Despite the fact that this is not a duel to the death, your pulse graces as you shrewdly size up your foe, if even half the tales of his exploits are true. Well, they might not be. You you realise you could be in for quite a fight, and you have no intention of letting the ponquous braggart add your, your defeat to his list of conquests. Well then, Sir Crokington, he, smir he smirks, drawing his sword and turning the flat of the blade towards you. If you don't mind, let's finish up this business right quick. I wish to get back to my ale. You steal for yourself for a non-lethal, but nevertheless brutal, melee with Mok Makara. It's Mok Makara. Begin combat. It's non-lethal combat, so I can't. You cannot use Neville Energy Blast because you're not trying to kill your foe. And you cannot use Wave Touch because Necromancy isn't the sort of power that knows, that understands not doing death. It doesn't understand it. It's not a very gentle power. But I can use the power of divination. Sword of thought. You tear into your enemy's mind with a powerful telepathic attack. Paralyzing your foe. We can't attack this round. The sustained power effect will last three more rounds. You tear into your enemy's wide with a powerful telepathic, paralyzing your foe. Three more rounds. Oof, well, this is crazy good. Paralyzed for multiple rounds? For one Neville Reserve? Oh. Oh, and. Now it just eight miller rating this round and eight miller rating that round. Now let's finish him off with a telekinetic thrust. You call upon your master of telekinesis to augment your attack. Twenty miller rating this round. No, no, telekinetic blast. You strike your foe with a devastating blast of telekinetic energy. Twenty-two damage. And down he falls. 519 experience. 25 to general. 309 to divination. 124 to telekinesis. 26 to weaponry. 25 to stabbing. Yeah, so, 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 this combat is a good way to get lots of experience to a power. If you just focus rolly on that power. Wakambakara topples over and strikes the ground hard, gasping painfully as his sword clatters from his hand. The pompous warrior crawls over and retrieves his blade before slowly staggering to his feet. This is not over, 
he growls, snarling at you as he sheathes his sword. There will be another time, another place, where you will find me not quite so lenient. With that, Wakamakara turns and strides off along the street, moving swiftly away from Griffin's Legs Alehouse, and the bold adventurer who was quite rightly provided him with a well-earned lesson in humility. The stunned crowd of onlookers also departs, many of them making their way back into the alehouse, where no doubt the conversation for some time to come will be a surprise victory over Wakamakara. You're just beginning to realise no one has praised your victory in any discernible form. When one of the city guardsmen who witnesses strides up. Strides up and... Uh, strides up, yes, strides up. <laughs> I've been waiting on that for a good while, he storms. It's about time someone paid that man what he's been spoiling for. I always said our fame was the only person who stood a chance against him in these parts. Just about... Shows just about a little what I know. You, my friend, are not someone I'd like to be on the wrong side of. You're about to leave when the guard takes hold of your arm and stares you straight, straight in the eye. Pay no mind to what I have to say, friend. Pay mind to what I have to say, friend, he says, his tone grim. Wapakar isn't likely to let this lie. He's got friends all over the kingdom, so it said. Powerful friends at that. Just take care of yourself, is what I mean. You thank the guard for his advice and set off on your way. The end. That ends the bracket's tale with 512 experience to general. That's a lot of experience for such a short adventure. Uh, now. In. Uh, and, once I get my residence, something new will be unlocked there. But I don't have it yet now. Now, since I'm saving up, I want to see how much does it cost to get to get one of those Fadwin Estate Merchants. Alright, just checking in on these. Okay, there are 125 adventurer tokens, which I have, and 2,000 gold. Well, since I'm already here, I guess that's what I will do next episode. I will buy myself a great big fancy house. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurous save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details